Levels Network. I am Justin Hortor, joined by the Triple OG, Whittemoon Mason. OG, uh, a big week, uh, obviously, uh, international footy. Some, we've got plenty of news to get to, mate. Yeah. This is the first time, I think, some genuine news has mm. dropped. Uh, we missed out on the Madge announce, potential uh, announcement to coach New South Wales. Yeah. We'll get to that when we get to yeah. the teams a little bit later on. We've got Ryan Pappenhausen, rumours. We've got... Uh, an offer to Jerome Luai. We have uh, a potential trade between the Eels and the Bulldogs. So uh, plenty it's, of plenty of juicy stuff to yeah, talk man. about. Straight off the bat, though, mate. Um, look, we've talked about it in the past. Uh, you've been quite open. You've de- dealt with ADHD yep. um, throughout your life. Uh, I've had a, a pe- I couldn't find it. It was in Instagram. A guy reached out to me. So generally, we get the the questions from YouTube. But I had yeah. a guy reach out to me probably like on the weekend last week. Um, and just ask me questions about how you dealt with that mm. uh, while you're playing. Uh, if did rugby league help it out? I'm, yeah. I'm, sorry, I'm um, putting it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, trying to, trying to remember exactly what the text was, but also like you know what are you, what are some of the things you do for it life after footy as well? Yeah, well, it was um, I didn't really get affected by it that much at the start. I just say if I was when you I, I didn't get I didn't get diagnosed till I was 23, right? Yeah. 23, 24. So that's a fucking long time. You sort of know who you are as a person and everything like that. I'm one of eight. Um, and I think the the environment that I grew up in didn't really show any of those, you know. I wasn't a hyperactive kid. I wasn't like a naughty kid at school. I wasn't anything like that, you know. Like I'm one of eight and the third born, right? Yep. So I used to just hang out with my older brother and we just used to do stuff like that all the time. We're always playing outside, we're always playing footy, we're always doing something. So it never really affected my, my learning capabilities or anything like that, you know. I was never like in the lowest class. I was always just sort of like in just an average average student. Yep. Could have been better if like if focused, all that sort of stuff, you know. Easily distracted. Yeah. Comments like that all the time. Yeah. So getting through football, I think football was the main thing for me. Because yep. it kept me in that environment where I was, I really love rugby league, right? And I think whenever, and I get a lot of emails from parents, a lot of DMs from parents saying, How did you deal with it? Mm. My son's got ADHD. They're trying to put him on Ritalin. They're trying to put him on this. They're trying to put him on that. And I'm like, Look, I'm no doctor mm. or anything like that, but I would not suggest put him, putting him on. Ridlin or anything like that. From your experiences, rugby they league just focusing you. Focus, yeah. So out? when so people don't really understand. So when you have ADHD, it's a chemical imbalance, right? Don't I mean, don't I don't want all the neurosurgeons and that coming out like fucking, you know, dissecting everything I say. But it's a chemical chemical imbalance in your brain, right? Yep. It's like too much serotonin. People with depression don't have enough serotonin. So we're maxed out. Everything's just fucking awesome all the time in my head. Like everything's fun, you know, like all the time. There's always like high, that's hyperactivity. Everything's just like really So fucking, when you say this is a mad podcast, you, you don't actually fun. mean that. <laughs> everything's just like really yeah, yeah. just always fun. You yeah, know what I mean? There's yeah. no real crash with me. It's just yeah. like it is what it is. And it's just that's the way I deal with it. But when it comes to like rugby league, when it comes to schoolwork, different things like that. So a lot of kids will struggle when they're in school and it's boring as fuck yeah it doesn't sink in mm. right but when you you got to find thing that you're really good at and you love passionate. could be rugby league and what you're passionate could be rugby league could be geometry could be like being whatever you want to do all the guy, all the, like the geniuses have got it the yeah. adhd because they can focus on shit like no one else like when i focus on stuff I'm fucking amazing at it, mm. right? Like whether it comes to football, if I'm listening to the coach or anything like that, I, I get it. I get what he's saying. So this is not going above my head. Yep. You know what I mean? But if I'm not, if I, if I muck around and stuff like that, I won't be able to hear what he's saying. Yeah, go, go, yeah. So the difference was, and when they started noticing it, I would distract other players, right? And would be mucking around, but I would sort of still know what was going on and he would absolutely have no idea what was going on. Yeah, okay, got you. And so that was the difference between like, yeah, I got, I got what you were saying, but I'm distracting other players. So this one was about 21, 22, and folks, he sort of saw it, the doctor saw it, then the doc goes, well, fucking test this guy, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. let's, let's test him. Come back, and it was like, it was positive, AD, ADHD. I said, what the fuck is that? Like, Attention deficit disorder. And then they explained it to me. They're like, okay, well, just say if you're in school, right, and nothing was – and it was boring as hell. How, what, what, what is your – like, how's your focus? I'm like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not even listening. Yeah. Like I'm looking at you, but I'm not not sinking in. Where you would be 
even if even if it's boring as hell, you could still have a little bit sink in. Yeah. A yeah. little bit. So someone who doesn't suffer from someone ADHD who doesn't still will still go. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll be like, "What are you talking about?" And he goes, "Oh, he's talking about this, this, and this." And I'll be like, "I wouldn't have a clue what he said because it wasn't. It's not like I didn't because yeah. it wasn't interesting to me." Yeah, but at footy, but you, footy because I engaged, but still because I was so engaged in yeah. in like learning and and everything like that, I would be like, I would be super focused on. Yeah, it. but with your example before, you said like you could be talking. And and be distracted, yeah. but because it was footy, you could. I could really, you, yeah. You could I, still pay focus, attention, yeah. Really, okay. like just like real focus on that. But if it was anything else, yeah. Or just so you, you know, you got other people coming in and talking some stuff. Like yeah. I'd be like, no. Nah. And yeah. you know what? There's a lot of undiagnosed <laughs> rugby league players out there. Yeah. It's fucking hilarious. So when you all get together and everyone's on the same sort of way, no one listens. Yeah. No one's getting anything in. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think once they. They diagnosed me, and I'm like, okay, well, done. I've, I've gone to, I've got till 23, 24. I'm, I'm all right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like rugby league is great, and everything's like I was, you know, life was good. And Has it affected uh, your lifestyle? Or your life didn't affect my life at all. At all. Did it, right. it made it made me focus more mm. and become better as yep. a person and everything because then I understood. Yeah. Because then I was like, okay, different situations, like you know, like if, even if I'm not interested in what you're saying or something like that, I'm not going to sit there and look disinterested. I reckon that's one of your strengths. I've always yeah. said this over the over the years. Like you can chat to anyone. Yeah. Like when you go to a function. Um, are there any exercises that you ever did to like help improve that? I do. I do a lot of like exercises. Mm. You know, I read a lot. I read a lot of other things. I watch a heap of stuff and like how your brain works and how you know when you're in different situations and stuff like that. Yep. How to react or body language or eye eye contact. From eye, con- I have a lot of eye contact because I want to hear what you're saying. Yep. Mannerisms and all that kind of stuff. Like I'm not rude or anything like that because I see some kids they just be like. Mm. They'll switch off, they'll look at the ground and everything like that. And I'm like, no, I want to know what's going on. Yep. So I'm very, very aware and I'm very I'm always present, right? Yeah. That's the thing. I'm very aware and I'm always present. If I'm not that, then I won't listen. Yeah. And that's they're they're the things that you learn along the way. You just got to be present. You can't be looking at this shit while you're out there. Like if you're especially in the business world, like where I'm at now. Yeah. Like if I'm in these meetings and stuff like that, these but guys, hey, I can't yeah. be fucking sitting there going, Oh, this is boring. Because first of all, it's not boring some of their most of these meetings. Yeah. You know what I mean? So anyway, they put me on Ritalin. Yeah. For a week. And folksy, like he I don't think I don't think he was he was he was, he was pretty against it. Yeah. And so I went from being like, you know, what I'm like at, at the team and like fun and everything like that, life at the fucking place and to like that. Super flat. Super flat. Mm. And then I, what the fuck have you given him? Yeah. And he grabbed the ball and just threw it away. Yeah. And all the boys took it. <laughs> but that's the way I do it. Post so goes, get that here, threw it in the bin, and then I still had a, f- a few fucking scripts and everyone was just because because it for me it would dumb me down. For other people, it's it's um it's speed. It's yeah. fucking it's legal yeah. speed. Yeah, I don't even it's, know what it is. Yeah, yeah. it's riddling. Yeah, riddling. Yeah, what is so? What is that? It's a, so it's like, I thought no, it's, it's a fucking upper. Oh, is it an upper? Yeah. So if you're a normal dude, you take riddling. Oh, okay. That's why kids at school take the shit. Oh wow. Yeah, 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 so for me, it dumbs, dumbs me down. Yeah. Because I'm like, I feel, I, I don't feel fucking right. Yep. I might be focused on it, but it doesn't, it's not my, my mannerisms, my character, everything like that. It's just like, yeah. That's why you see some kids when they drug these young kids, they're just in like, it's not good. Yeah. So yeah. there's other ways around, there's more holistic approaches, and you've just got to be there with your kid. And that's what I say to most, most parents be present with your child and understand what he's like. Yeah. Because a lot, if, you ha- if he has ADHD, he's got to be fucking, you switch on 10 seconds, on, off, fucking out with a fair, you've got to like guide him into what he's good at, right? Yep. You know, I'm not sure, he's not, not everyone can be fucking a great rugby league player, but he's going to be good at something. Just don't just, passion. don't fucking medicate the little kid and then go, go along with, go, good luck with life. Yeah. Because he's going to be on him forever. Yeah, it's important to make sure you do your research, right? So do your research, this is exactly. Your advice from your own experience. This is yeah, you're no, exactly. You're no medical doctor. Yeah, I'm not a doctor, but yeah. I know. I know. I use it as a superpower. Yeah, it is a superpower. Yeah, if you if you can focus on things, and if you find something that you love and you're passionate about, you will put 150 percent energy into it and, and you know, focus. And you know where we've been putting that. Into the run club too. Focus, yes. Good energy, good energy, yes. community. Uh, the Levels Run Club, 650 plus members, Mace. It's been great, oh, isn't man, it? We've been crazy, doing it for yeah. the last uh, three weeks. Lukey, is it three or four weeks? We're, we're on week four. 
Since grand final. Or the we're week four, before grand final. We're on week four. So uh, shout out to everyone who's turned up. Um, again, I, I guess with, you know what you're talking about there, any any to- any ways you can get out and exercise, I think that can improve the mind That's, as well. Again, is, I'm no doctor. But so imp- no, but you don't have to. It's so important. The re- yeah. research is out there. Yep. Depression, anxiety, everything. It's rampant through society right now. Um, our subscribers on YouTube – Hasn't jumped, Mace. So Hasn't? if you're oh, a subscriber, we're still on 19.4 from last week. So if you've got a mate or if you like the show and you're just sitting back chilling, watching us every week but not a subscriber, please subscribe. It helps out. We're chasing 20K by the end of the season. Yeah, so come on. Help us out. Come on. Um, just back to the run club. We've got a, uh, our first um, comment from YouTube. Oh, I've just gone out of it. My bad. Is that music? Yeah, it's music. It's cut to uh, – <laughs> It's cut straight to YouTube. Uh, you guys will bring the best young, committed, and humble players if you lads take the 5K run to the Pacific Nations. Hands down, seeing you in person and getting great input about league and life in general would be amazing, lads. That is from Joe Tango. So Tango is uh, Samoan. Samoan, Samoan mm. name. Imagine if we got the run club to uh, to start, <laughs> to all we, or like if you know we keep building this. Who community. knows where it can go, bro? We, you know, maybe there might be some. If sponsors we build it, they will come. Yeah, we'll see what happens. We'll grow this run club. It's at the moment, brother, uh, uh, Joe. Uh, at the moment, it's at Centennial Park, but that would yeah, be. We got to go. We'll, we'll if do we, it. If we, if we, I, I know for sure I'll, I'll do the run club in New Zealand next year when we yeah. go there for sure. We'll be in Brisbane. Um, and what I've noticed, obviously, uh, last week uh, I preached that um, the Alfreds boys have been doing a rud club now for a couple of months. Uh, uh, they did the Gold Coast Marathon and they've been getting into it. So mm. shout out to uh, to all the boys there from Alfreds for, for getting after it. I've seen that um, there's a like a 445 run club up in North Queensland. I think it's run by uh, mm. Valentine Holmes' partner, Michael Morgan, reposted it. Uh, on Instagram, so run clubs there. They're, they're, they're a vibe at the it's moment. A, it's the community, man. It is. It is. It's the tribe. It's the community. It's what everyone just just wants to be connected again. It's great. It's good. Like Mace, like even you said, like before we started doing this, you you weren't a big runner, but nah. like a, like we said, you know, in previous weeks, you'll come down. You might run a yeah. kilometer, okay, hang yeah, out with a few of the big some of the boys. And some of the boys, they can't run five k, man. Yeah. They're there. For the community. Yep, for And sure. just, just, just what we're building. And you know what? I'll run a couple of K and then I'll just walk with the big boy. Big boy Andrew up the back. Big Mouldy boy. He's a champion. I think, I think, I think a couple of those boys, they're just – talk union. That's all we do. They're just in there for your, uh, for your chat. Yeah, more, good, more than it's being fun. there for the run club, but it's good. Yeah, it's, it's but, 45. So most, but most of the boys finish it yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what, yeah, I'd, least, say, I'd say 85% finish yeah. it yeah, out of the group. And I even – there's even a few little shortcuts where I can take the boys – Cut them through so you don't have to do completely 5K. So thanks to everyone who's turned up. We'll be there. 6.30, Centennial Park, Saturday. Yeah, Meet great. at Homestead Cafe. It's awesome. You still, it's awesome. Just being – the vibe at Centennial Park. A couple weeks, it's crazy, mate. Yeah. Like the amount of people that are in run clubs, yeah. right? They're just there just to – It's all super just positive. Just to be there, man. Except like just, the just, just to run this. Oh, They're burgers. Yeah. <laughs> You got some issues, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Stay off the road. Get off the fucking road, you bum. You gave up a life. You gave up on the path. <laughs> um, all right. Wait, no, no, no. Hey, our boy Luke, he's a rider now. He's part of that gang. Yeah. Hey. It's, you've got to be specific with the cycling. So um, I've got Lukey on board because he's going to do the Husky Triathlon with us. Jeez. Down in, uh, yeah, in Husky. Right. But just the sprint version, right? So it's 750 yeah. swim, 5K run, 20K bike. Oh, you'll do that easy. Yeah, Lukey will be able to do it easy. Anyway, so he's got. He just. He just. You know what? Well, whenever I like, if I if I mention something to him, he just goes all in That's straight good. away. So I went and bought it. a fucking bike it. straight away. Um, Centennial Park's all right um, because it's just obviously um, you stick to the left. Oh, it's um, a four point three k, isn't it? I think so. Oh no, three. I think three point four. You sure? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's three point four. So you do, you know, five laps. Check of that. that. I think I've, like, I've done a shit. I think I thought it was close to f- like four point four or something. Yeah. Uh, Ciao, Lukey. Yeah, Lukey will chase Chat, cheap ET, whatever it is. Can't hear your mic, Lukey. Can't hear your mic, sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, he's been getting into it, so we're going to go down to Husky. So, you do that easy, but huh? How can you – you can ride, all right? Have you got a bike? Yeah, I've got a bike. Um, you clip in? Do you know how to clip in? Yeah, i got the clips and got the Yeah, i got the clips. It's an expensive um, – No, mate, it's, a, it's not – it's an expensive hobby. Oh, yep. If you ain't only got the yellow jacket on the Tour de France, yep. you're spending 15k. I spent I spent two eight for the bike, and this yeah. is on Facebook Marketplace. This is second. You should have told me, mate. You remember Chris McCormack? He's one of the best Ironmen of all time. Yeah, he's a close friend of mine. Yeah. He runs. He fucking sells bikes. Fuck. <laughs> 
one might try to sell mine back on Marketplace. Yeah, mate. I'll fucking good. ring Macca up. He'll give you a 10 grand buy. The shoes were like fucking 350, yeah, mate, got, brand new. The helmet was like fucking 300. Yeah, you got to look, hey, look the part. Yeah, look, I looked yeah, Mickey look when I'm out there. And then I got the you got the, have, you got, have you got the arm? Um, no, nah, I got the, the pants. You got the pants? I got the tight BC because I'm a company man as well. All right, yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, but you, you need the one when you know you know you got the zip down. Yeah, yeah. You got the zip down, it's tight. And then you got the and you got the things in the back where you can put all your satchels and stuff. I've got that for all the race. All your satchels. Yeah, for the race because you got to have all those little little body science things in there, little gels. Yeah. Not for not for Don't you dare have that for training. I'll put a stick between your Folks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one's from Coco Chops. Um, <laughs> Coco Chops 76. I want to meet you, Coco Chops. Tino played a test in 2019 for Samoa against Fiji. Uh, and there was a couple of comments, and a few people wrote this as well. He played for Samoa in the nines competition. Okay. Uh, so uh, he goes, and then he goes, not sure if that counts. Yeah, it does count. When you represent your country and you're wearing the jersey and you're did wearing the, the towel. That's it. He did the sippy towel. For sure. Oh, do they actually did they? Yeah. Do they do it for the night? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. You put that jersey on, you're doing it. Yep. So for sure it counts. Anytime you get to wear the jersey yeah. and represent your people, 100 percent it counts. Um, this one is from Mike OC Small. Question. Why hasn't the NRL capitalized on Samoa and Tonga's resurgence by giving them a three test series? I really think they don't want to see it because it would take away from origin, especially with the best specific players playing in that series. Mm. Thoughts? I I think that's a. I think it's a great thing. I think I think they're heading that way. I do too. Just give him. Just give him time. Yep. Man, give give Villandy's time. Look what he's done in two years. He's making moves. He knows how big the the Samoan and the Tongan game is. That, yep. that rivalry. Imagine that. We, we always talk about a rep round or over that six weeks of Origin. Somehow it needs to be a Tri Nations or something like that with the with New Zealand Samoa and Tonga. Yeah, so I, they can somehow work that out around six weeks, can't they? I think I think that's a, be good a lot idea. better than this Pacific Cup. I think the I agree. There has to be. I think Samoa and Tonga with the history of the yeah, two islands. If you're man. familiar with it, it's there was brutal. a rivalry. Now it's turned into um, a way of uniting the nations and re- uniting the communities. When you look at guys like Junior Junior Bolo and, and Jerome Luai getting out in the communities in Western Sydney and working with um, you know Andrew Fafita from Tonga, uh, because there was there's a think, lot of history. Do you there. think just Tonga Samoa? Samoa? I think so. I yeah, think I, I agree. I agree. I, th- I agree. I think you could play a Samoa, and and just to be clear, so Tonga was locked in with England halfway yeah, through the before, year before the they, CBA was agreed upon, and then, and then the CBA. Once the CBA was agreed upon, they sorted the international fixtures after. So Tonga wanted to make sure they had international football this year, so they locked it in with England. Uh, it's. Tonga yeah. boys only got that too. Yeah, we'll talk about that mm. for sure. So there's different bodies that look after the different nations, and it's all about bringing it together for the good of the game. I believe um, this like is you where said, Peter Valandis is. It needs um, to be run under one entity. I know I it's the so. RFL, all that sort of shit, but like they're not. The NRL is the biggest body, right? Yep. Run it all. I think if the NRL was to take over, it would grow. But you know politics, mate. I know politics. I know that. But like, if Valandis wants to really fucking lay the hammer down and say, this is it. This yep. is what we're doing. This is what we're building. We're all in here. We're all in. Stop being so fucking greedy, everybody, who eats off, especially the Polynesians. Whole, well, I think it's across the board. Australia, every, But everyone, everyone. But a- Australia, but Australia, but Australia gets paid all the time. They get paid good money. No, no, no. The, anyone who's in a high position at, on those boards uh, as chairmen, they're yeah. not going to like the idea of Peter Vlandis coming over the top. So well, it's I, almost this is, what, this is what I propose, right? I know exactly – sorry, sorry. I know exactly what you're talking about, right? Because for years – Years, people that I'm very close friends with that have been sitting on the ARL boards for and New South Wales boards for 20 years. Yeah, they're not getting paid $20, mm. you're getting paid six figures to sit on those boards mm. and to make a couple of decisions a year. It's a, it's a, it's a great ride. Yeah, and and the thing is, the ride's nearly over. Yeah, you know, and once and that's what Valandis wants. And you can see the, the beef between him, Queensland, and New South Wales. He wants it all under one entity. Yeah. So when once that happens, then it'll all start again, right? So all these old board members—that's why it'll never. But they'll, they'll never bow down, like yeah. to, to Valandis, right? That's why I don't think it'll happen. Though. It won't. Yeah, it won't happen until they've, they've all passed away. That's what's going to happen. Or, like they're all older. They're all older people. They're so strong. They know Queensland want to stay here. New South Wales want to stay here. Where the whole idea of the NRL coming under one umbrella was for everyone to come under the same umbrella and be ruled by the NRL yeah. under one banner. But it's hard. 
Yeah. Because you've got these guys that have been sitting on boards for 10, 15, 20 years and they're all like 70, 80 years old. Very strong, very strong men, right? And don't like Volandis and don't like how they want to do it because every once it's in 20 years when we talk about this and it's all under the NRL and Volandis has got this and uh, New South Wales is underneath and Queensland, then everyone is equal, hmm. right? Until then, it's not going to happen. Yeah, then you could rule with some consistency. Yes, exactly. Um, I think maybe I've always said that I think uh, there should be a four-week period throughout the year. I know it won't happen again because a lot of it comes back to money uh, and um, the TV rights. But if they did have a four-week break at the halfway point of the season to play Origin, then I think Tonga versus... Um, Tonga versus Samoa would be a great trial try series to play during that time. And then also, you know, maybe uh, a PNG versus Fiji could play. Cook Islands, whatever. I guess, know, Engl- I guess England's the hard one. Like, you know, would, would England travel, yes, travel down to, to, to play Yeah, New they Zealand? would in the summer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're yeah. in the north of England. Yeah, true. You know, but I'm just – I reckon that's a perfect idea. And people just keep saying – people say, oh, they, you know, they're getting a lot of time off and this and that. This is a long season, mate. Mm. They deserve – I reckon the football – the quality will be up here instead of those weeks where they come through origin and there's those dead weeks where people are just like, they're just fucking struggling to get through. Yeah. You're just trying to get through. There's going to be teams that are bottom four. There's going to be teams that are one, four, five games here and there. They need a break, a mental break. Otherwise, you're not going to see these kids run, do 10, 15 years. Mm. You know, yeah, they, they do need these the breaks level. at the highest level, yeah. right? You're going to see two, three years of great football, then they might fall, they might fall to reserve grade or something like that. You know, who knows? You're not going to see the fucking Cam Smith, Billy Slater's JTs anymore. Yeah. Because, you know, as I said, when they were on Kangaroo Tools, even when I was on Kangaroo Tools, we didn't come back till January. Yeah. I understand that. Kids are coming back in two weeks now. Yeah. In two weeks. Some are, uh, um, some are still training, mate. Yes, yeah, they're already trained. Yeah. If you're and because the RLPA, which is great, you get a mandatory six weeks off. But if you ain't, you ain't that dude. Yeah. You're back now, you know. So I think it's perfect what you just said. They they do need a bit of a break if they're going to get to like just say round sixteen, right? And they got a little, or, I don't know, just say fourteen, round thirteen, fourteen, and they have a bit of a break. Origin starts, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, even if it's two or three weeks. Yeah, of a rep round. Yeah, four let, weeks. I yeah, think a rep round makes yeah, sense. I don't know. It makes Origin sense. It makes sense. Round. You know, some players are going to be in the rep round. Some players probably just need a bit of a rest. Yep, a couple of weeks off and then just come back. I think it makes sense, and, but you know, won't happen because of money. And then you can go to Bali and fix villas as well, like Bradman Best, and, exactly. and no dramas because all the <laughs> there you go. Go to, go to Bali and fucking build half a – go to another island just build like a shitload of villas. Uh, this one's from a user with – Some Villa Sandys. <laughs> <laughs> go build some Richards. Heaps of Richards. Uh, this one's from a user with a lot of numbers. Hey, boys, love the content. Do you think if the Titans had signed Wayne Bennett as their inaugural coach, would their history or failure be different? Oh, is there an inaugural coach? Is yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Would they want to comp one now, mate? Wouldn't, wouldn't have want to comp, but they'll be definitely the top eight. They would have had some big runs in the semifinals. Because yep. the roster that they've got, that they've had in the last, just say, I don't know, not, since 2007, he's trying to say? Since they started, first remember year. 2007? Oh, all right. 17, remember, yeah. remember 9, 10, nine 8, 10. 9, 10? Yeah. Prelim. So, prelim. I think it's a good question then. Oh, this is a good question. I think they'd, have a, I think they'd be in a grand final. Because yep. when they got beat by the Roosters in 2010, yep. in the set, in the prelim or some team got uh, beat them. Para knocked them out of 09, I know that, to go into the yeah, prelim. Yeah, been a couple of games Bulldogs. there. They had Frankie there, Mini and Birdie. Birdie, and they had a really good team Scott there. Prince. Yeah, Prince, Luke he was on Bailey. fire. Yep. They had some – Texas. They had about six or seven rep players. They did. They they signed some big-name players to begin with. Didn't they? Like, yeah. They were veterans and they were back into their career, but they were yeah, still – But they were, they were doing a job, yeah. And, yeah. and I think with the guy and some of Wayne Bennett. Yeah. You know, I reckon at least the grand final. Yeah, I think um, – yeah, it's a genuine argument. Yeah, to say 2010. That they could have won something. 2010 with St. George. And but you know what? Like, Wayne also hasn't stuck around for – he's mm. jumped around at different gigs for like well, four to do, five years. But you years. just don't know. But just say when, if he had went to the Gold Coast, he's yeah. still in Brisbane. Yeah. His kids are there. His True. family's there. True. He went to St. George. Trying that, to beat Broncos he went, a spike. You know, he, yes, he went to St. George. So – out of Sydney, yeah, you know, like you know, he's. Uh, I'm very close with his family and stuff like. We we'll put a lot of pressure on that on the marriage and everything like that. Yeah, and then he went to Newcastle, Newcastle back to Brisbane, Brisbane, fucking Redcliffe, you know, all that kind of stuff. So it's like would have been a lot easier. I'm going to say 
Yes, they would have won a grand final. Boy. I reckon too because I think about <laughs> nine ten. There yeah. wasn't that you know nine ten uh, seven seven eight nine ten. They were they were pretty good. Yeah, they had they had a decent side and and it's just those little bit and 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 that's just them. Imagine what Wayne Bennett would have bought in maybe two yeah. or three absolute guns. Whoa. Maybe he would have bought Hodjo there. Darf. Justin Hodjo, just Darius Boyd. Yeah, he would have bought. Two Bo or Scott. three guns. Bo Scott. Jer- yes. You. Yeah. Jeremy Smith. Like he had relationships with all you yeah. players. So it could have been. Imagine. Imagine, imagine that. Make- that's, that's people don't understand. Like people get people sort of like bag and wait, sort of bag and wait. Oh, we can't bring anyone in there. Man, good luck. He recruited yeah. right in Newcastle. Everyone. Everyone is taken. Hmm. You know, everyone's taken. Who are you going to take now? Yeah. Like yeah. he's still. Hey, he's still got Jersey flavour. Yeah. And he got Herbie, Herbie Farmworth. Farmworth. Two and Avarillo. Yeah. And like they're three, like they're, they're guns. I think they'll be good next year, Dolphins. I think top be, eight. I think they'll be top, top eight. eight. Uh, this one's from Mick Hogger. Uh, hey, Scope and Mace, love the potty. Boys, Levels is in my weekly rotation. So thank you, Mick. I look forward to your takes and opinions with no filter and agendas. Boys, have you ever thought about bringing the show to rural Queensland? I'm from a rugby league town called Ipswich where Alfie and Kevy play we know juniors. Heaps of current NRL players are also playing. Uh, we've got Ezra Mann, Phil Sammy, David Feeder, Ronnie Mulatalo. The list goes on. We would welcome. Welcome the OGs with open arms. Keep up the good vibes, lads. Mick, yeah. we would love to do that. Yeah. Um, we're Something. just trying to we're just trying to build consistency this year. Yeah. I think there are steps uh, for that sort of stuff. But I think next year uh, during we, Origin, especially right. Well, Origin's a little bit harder because we've got the commitments with the town. Yeah, I know that, but we can do like a different day. Yeah, maybe yeah. throughout the week, yeah. come up a little yeah. bit, maybe and earlier just do the show, on Monday. Like just do the review. Yeah, or, that makes sense. Just do the review, like just say and pick a place in Queensland, like rural yep. Queensland near Brisbane, because we're going to be up there anyway. Yep. And then at, at one of the pubs or something so reach out see what you got for us yeah. and then that's something that we could do like on the on the on the monday or the tuesday yeah so maybe we go up a little bit earlier yeah, that yeah could we work. up on the tuesday that could work easily or no you know what makes more sense now just we're just talking about it organically so obviously we've got commitments to the tab maybe we stay up there and review it or review yeah Review. I think that makes more sense. Um, if preview. we do indeed go up to Queensland yeah. for for Origin, because so the pre- I mean we will be we'll be up there. So if we can preview and review up there, yeah, that'd be crazy. Well, preview will be a bit harder because we've got all the commitments before and and planning out and doing that but stuff. When will we usually do a preview for Wednesday, Monday? Yeah, Monday, Monday or Tuesday. What are we doing Monday? We'll, we'll, I don't know. We'll sort it all we'll out. Sit, we'll sit together next yeah. year. We'll go through exactly how the consistency, like we've kept this year, what yeah. it looks like next year. But yeah, I think I think I think uh, maybe re- maybe review really look good. at it because uh, I, I think you'd be really passionate too. You know, imagine if we even had a, live a crowd. Sydney. Just say for the Sydney one, I think we could really like do the review in in a, in a pub down here. Yeah, one of Laundy's pubs. Yeah, for sure. There's something in that. Uh, good question, Mickey. Uh, last one is John Crawford. I always like uh, his uh, questions. He's You can tell he thinks a lot about the game. What's your opinion on bringing back a President's Cup, say under-23s, with teams allowed to play four or five overage players on game day? These spots can be used for first graders coming back from injuries or if their form has dipped. I think kids leaving NRL systems after Jersey flag, if they're not good enough to make the top 25, is killing clubs' depth. I agree with that. Would be great to see these games played as curtain raises to NRL games so you could watch... Two games on a game day for the game day experience. Mace, okay. um, I know we have this state is, cups for both Queensland and New what South Wales Cup. Sorry, okay. This is what we're this is what this is how it's situated now. Yeah. Harold Matz is under seventeens. Yep. SG Ball is under nineteens. Yep. Jersey Fleg is twenty ones. Yep. Then you got reserve grade and New then South first Wales grade. Cup. Yep. Yeah. So it's like yep. you if you're if you're if you're one of the best kids, you're gonna be playing reserve grade or twenty ones or like, you know, th- there's there do they play so, the best kids in New South Wales Cup these yeah, days? Or do they yeah, leave them yeah, in 21? Yeah, or Ron Massey. Okay. Right? So if you're the best kid, even if you're the best kid from SG, uh, SG Ball, which is 19s, you don't really want to be playing flag because it's 21s, mm. right? You're the, if 21s is, is saving the kid who maybe might need a couple of years more development before he gets to reserve grade. Did they move the ages because of COVID? Because he yes. used to be 16, yes. 18, 20s. Yes. So Harold Matz, as I said, Harold Matz is, is, um, is, is 17s. Yeah. It's going to be hard for that kid to jump to to SG ball to 19s. Yeah, you know how hard that is. If you're a 16, 17 year old, you would have got against a 19 year old kid. Mm. Not many that can make that jump. I reckon more more focus. I think the question is focusing more on the the 23. So like the so when you when just say tw- when he says 23s, that's like reserve grade pretty much because these kids are so young. Yeah, so you're not going to have a 30 so year old. What he's proposing is you bring a 23, so it still keeps a good blanket of youth around that 21s age. Mm. So you extend that, so you'd have still. 
what you want to concentrate on is, is developing kids into the 23s. Yeah. But there are going to be a few journeymen, a few yeah. older guys that are the clubs, like a grub, for instance, yeah. um, at the Bulldogs when he came back and played and the experience that he could pass on to those players. That way you unified the competition so you don't have New South Wales Cup, Queensland Cup. And for a game day experience, this is where I think it's um, the the it's it makes a lot of sense. Mm. When you go out to a game day experience, you have a genuine. You know, remember when we grew the up. Reggie's are mad. You go watch twenties reserve grade and first grade. If you're a diehard, do you think? Do you do you put twenty threes as reserve grade, or do you have? Yes. Or so you then then it's too close to twenty ones, right? No, twenty ones is done. Done. Twenty ones is done. So you go sixteens, eighteens, under twenty threes. Because if you're an eighteen year old kid, if you're nineteen. Mace, you know, better. Mm. a lot of kids, if you're developed enough, you can play with 23s and a few yeah. first graders that yeah. come back. I think what they've done is because of COVID yeah. and a lot of kids missed out. So they don't really want to miss out on those kids. So you've got 17s, you've got 19s, 21s, reserve grade and Ron Massey Cup. Yep. Like that's a fair bit of – That's like they're trying not to – and I think this will happen for a couple of years and I just think they're trying to give all these kids who missed out on that development all the help they need. Yeah, I I think that's that makes it. I think but it that makes, makes sense, sense up, up to now. Up, yeah, and give then, it another year. Yeah, one more year. One more, one or two more years, and then we'll see those kids who did miss out, who were sixteen years old when COVID happened two years ago. Through, yeah. yeah, not eighteen, nineteen now. Yeah, now we'll see. Yeah, then we'll see them develop, and if they don't develop, then next man up mentality. And I, right. but I think that's great. The twenty threes. I love. I used to love twenty threes when it was on. Yeah, twenty threes with a couple of OGs that yeah. have, uh, you know, might might have just been on the the outsides. So maybe you leave five roster spots yeah. outside of twenty threes. I think I think that makes sense. Um, all right, mate. Let's get into some news. Uh, there's been some big news. This broke early in the week. Storm fullback Ryan Pappenhausen has addressed reports he's been shopped to a rival club and revealed his relationship Shit. with Suafahalongo. Pappenhausen, 25, told Fox Sports on Wednesday that I know my value and said if his club doesn't see it, then that's on them. So they're pretty big words. That's been, again, that's Fox Sports, but there would have been a whole heap of comments and and they've managed to focus on that. Um, The injured number one did accept it was just business, but he added he'll use it as motivation to come back and prove them wrong. So the reports were at the start of the week, Maze, that third party, another team, not the Melbourne Storm. They didn't float Melbourne. Uh, they've denied uh, floating Ryan Pappenhausen's okay. name. But I think a th- another team has looked at the performance of Sua Falongo in that team, Ryan Pappenhausen's history, yep. and just inquired with the Melbourne Storm and gone, it's a business. What, what are your plans with Ryan Pappenhausen? He's it's on a big salary cap. They've got Nick Meaney, and they've obviously got this young kid, Sua Falongo. So um, I've got a theory of... I think which team it would be. Do you have a do you have a team in, in mind that you think it might be, or you want to hear my one first? I want to hear yours. Yeah, my, the the one that makes the most sense for me would be Parramatta for a number of reasons. So this broke on Monday, and I was just talking to Three Wild One Radio with, with Gutho there. Well, right. remember the reports where they they were looking for an X factor, and apparently that X factor was a fullback, right? Yeah. So everyone you know trying to put two and two together. What's going on with Gutho? Gutho came out that week and said, relax, I was a part of the conversations. He actually pitched it to BA and he said he would be happy to move to, to the centres yeah. to accommodate an X factor. So when we put two and to try to put like piece it together at the time, what were we thinking? X factor, fullback, who we think? Probably the Titans. They've got three fullbacks. AJ Brimson, Jaden Campbell was playing off the bench in the 14 role and they've got this young kid, Keno Kinney, who represented New Zealand yeah. A's on the weekend. So... You're like, oh, maybe they're looking. This could be a three-team swap. Well, well, no. Well, maybe they're looking at a fullback from Titans. Titans, they don't want that. They hold on to their fullback. So if there is a team that makes sense, I think it's Parramatta for a number of reasons. One, they want their X Factor. A fully fit Ryan Pappenhausen is indeed X Factor, one of the best fullbacks in the competition. Number two, the emergence of Sua Falongo would would mean that that Melbourne Storm could get some salary cap relief by letting him go. Big time. And what I, do you think Pappy's on? 750? Yeah, I think so. North of 750 yeah. maybe because when he re-signed he at the time. Him. Yeah, it was, Dally was, M. It was a Clive. Yeah, and, and there was chat about him uh, being the 14 for New South Wales, remember? Uh, and the third one, he's a Parramatta junior as well. He's, uh, he's, he's So he's not Tigers junior? No, well, he, he played junior footy in Parramatta. Makes sense. And then I think he played representative footy. I could be wrong, but I believe his first representative footy might have been around the Tigers yeah, system. But he was, I think he was Borkham Hills. 
Uh, I, I know he's got um, teammates. Yeah, Luke. Does make sense. Luke, he's got thumbs up in the back. Um, and then therefore, Gutho. Does he dig his heels in and go, fuck you? Could I do. reckon he does. Could do. Yeah, he seems like, he seems like seems he's got like that, that, that sort of personality. He's got that personality. He won't, he won't just go, you know what? Okay, you got me. Yeah. He knows his body more than anyone. I reckon he'll dig in and fucking have probably his best year. And then for that thought, he'll, he'll, he'll be going, you're going, kid. I tell you who likes my. No, theory. that's what we my fucking attitude. I tell you who likes my theory is Malou made in the background. He'd love to see him at Paramount. Oh, he, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he'd love it. I is think it, it, it makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. That look that far along. He's he's the real deal. Yep. He ain't he ain't like just you know one or one or two good games. He's fucking proven it two weeks in a row against international competition that he's that dude. And the reason Parramatta make oh shit the last one too and I forgot about this. This is Brad Arthur. Ties with Melbourne, yeah, he was assistant yeah. coach there. And also, if I'm Ryan Pappenhausen, I'm not leaving a system like Melbourne to go to a team that's you know been struggling down the bottom. So I ruled out all the teams at the bottom of the ladder. Yeah, yeah. And, and I that. picked Parramatta, even though they didn't make the eight. They're still no, they, they, full, they missed the eight potential. because of injuries. And Correct. Yeah, so they just still find themselves. You want to go to a contender, and I and I believe. Um, it's been if interesting. It's if been it interesting. was fully fit. Parramatta would be true. The next, yeah, he's going to be out for three months. It's nothing. So what's it been? Eight weeks already. Uh, He'd be walking around. He'd it was the last. It was the last round. Was it the first final or the last round? Anyway, you're right. It's probably no, it's, it's it's eight weeks. It's roughly eight weeks. Yeah. So you'll know how he's feeling. Yeah. And it's going to be, you know, this is this is the mean side. This is the other side of business, people. Yeah. Right. Don't just try and think it's all loyalty, loyalty. Oh, why don't we keep Pappenhausen? And look what fucking happens. Yeah. He gets an injury. Young kid comes up, takes his spot. Now look at the rumors. Imagine two so years do ago. Do not fuck. Yeah. Two years ago, would you imagine this? Never. This is. Life this changes really quick business. in rugby league. This is the business in rugby league, people. Yeah. So when you get all upset with your favourite player leaving, this how, is how old do you reckon Pappy is? Twenty five. He's twenty. Did I say that before? Yeah. No, I, I just know how old he is. Yeah. I, just, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I googled him before. Yeah. I googled, oh, okay. yeah. yeah. A, while, a while ago, because yeah. I thought he was twenty seven. Yeah. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, I, I feel thought, like he's, he's I thought he was 27, for 28. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. then I said, I said, it's fucking it's 25. Still got so much fucking footy in front Yeah, of when him. he got injured, I was like, fuck, how old is he? Because yeah. I was thinking when he got injured, That's what he was did done. You did say I thought that. he was done. Yeah. And he, I said, he's 25. I went, oh, fucking play on. Yeah. Get the rehab done, you'll be sweet. All right, speaking of young guy in his prime, the Panthers. Sorry, have... sorry, one more question to you. Mm. Your GM. Yes. You're the. You're Greg the. You're... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no. Shout out to Greg Murtis. We love you, bro. Um, you're the GM yes. of, and you're Craig Bellamy as well. So he's yes. got a very big say in this. Yeah. What do you do? It's tough. It's tough. And you know, just say your pappy has a few setbacks. He's going to have a few setbacks in this rehab. This rehab ain't going to go For straight sure. fucking straight through. He's going. He's lost a meter of pace. He's going to lose that. Well, you'd think that. You, yeah, you, you maybe can't, maybe you half, can't maybe half a meter. It's yeah. just not going to be as quick as, the, as as he was. I think that's. I, th- I think and that's. So what you had a twenty-year-old kid. Yep. Who you thought? Yeah, he's going to be pretty good. Yep. And you're looking at it now, and you're like, he fucking near carved Australia up. That's the best. That's the best team in the world. It's a good question for a and number. And of it's like, okay, what are we on, young kid? Yeah. One at one sixty. Not even that. I don't know. Well, Minimum one twenty. I think so he just got. He just he was in. The, he was outside the top. Yeah. Three. So that's so if he went into the top. That's minimum 120 now. Yeah. And then they'll be keeping him there. And so just – I'm not sure. And did he just sign? How many years he got? Um, no, they took – Melbourne took up the option on Farlonga. Yeah. Um, so they would be trying to re-sign him for sure. So he'd be trying to re-sign him. So look at Farlongo's numbers going to go through the roof now. Yeah. If you're a, if you're, if you're a Bulldogs. So you want to get done as early as possible? Yes. If you're um, – what other sort of – Canberra. Dragons. Canberra. Dragons. Dragons. Look at him, I think. You know, like Canberra. Canberra. I think Canberra. fucking million dollars nearly. I think so, yeah. Um, Just lost so Jack White. Yep. So you're going to be looking at all, all those options and you're like, do we pay him like fucking 800 or something like that? Yep. Or you just stick with Pappy and back him? And also, Nick Meany played full And Nick Meany, well. I mean, he's not, so the, he's, he's not the answer, Nick Meany. Yeah, but you could still. But he's still, he still do a job, but he know, they know they need one of those two. Of course. Um, yeah, I think it's a good question for a couple of those reasons that you stated just then. And then also I think the, the, the biggest problem with um, uh, the Melbourne Storm uh, wasn't Nick Meaney, Pappenhausen not playing or, or, or an emerging far longer. I think they need some help in their forwards. Yeah. So if you can um, – They need can, it. If you Fuck, get, they need a Tino. They need uh, – <laughs> I think a lot of teams – Bro, Tino. no, but I'm saying they had him. Yeah. Did they not think he was going to be this good? 
Or, the, or did the oh. or did the Titans come? I think they did, but they're not stupid. I think the Titans just come in and went, "Here's fucking eight hundred kid." I think it was timing, and at the time, you remember they still had Jesse, Kenny, and um, but, Falong, uh, like they're not. Uh, and Kifusi. I think I don't think they would have went, "Go, kid, we got these guys," because they knew they blo- those blokes are up that T- way. Tino's, Tino's a similar situation to to players like it's it's the nature of the salary cap. It's like yeah, Spencer yeah. Lee leaving yes. Penrith. Penrith would love to keep Spencer Lenu. They just can't keep every player. And at the time, he was coming off the bench. In two years, we could be talking about Spencer Lenu in the same light that we're talking about Tino. Mm -hmm. He could go to the Roosters, develop. At the time when Tino left – I think Spencer's been around longer than Tino. Yeah, of course, but he was playing off the bench and playing a role. Mm. Like you're projecting what – we're sort of talking about what Tino is now. Tino yeah. was a really good bench player for Melbourne. I Thorne. fucking looked at Tino like he was going to be this now. Oh, okay. So it was ridiculous. I was just like, who the fuck is this six foot four, five, yep. 112, 13 kilo, hardly any body fat, footwork, offloads, the skill set, the fundamentals, everything, the fitness levels. I'm like, fucking sign him for 10 years. Yeah. That was three years ago. Yeah. Three or four years ago before he signed, I'm like, and they were spewing they left because he was at that stage where he obviously was not the big Tino that we know now. Yeah. But everyone saw it. it For sure. I Melbourne saw it. I always Melbourne saw it. But they're like, what can we do? We're, that would have been squeezed with the cap. Yeah, they had Welsh, Nas yeah. and Jesse. I seen the potential. I didn't realise he's going to be this good. Yeah, I fucking – I saw it. Just oh, he's he's the best, gonna, he's, best I saw him. World. I swear to God, I said like three years ago, I said he's going to be the best prop in the world. Mm. He's got to give him time to develop. And he's straight into the leadership. He's captain of the club. He's about that life. Like he just well, you, loves it. Well, in order to do that, they probably would have had to let let go of some of their OGs a little bit earlier. They would have had to let and, go of Nas. And I and I don't think I no I reckon they keep I reckon they would have kept Nas and maybe Jesse and Kenny might have got a tap earlier. And, and 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 I love that about that culture. Yeah, because they're like you know what you've won us four premierships, you Correct. boys. You yeah. deserve it. And you know what? Let Tino do his thing. Like now Tino, Tino probably wanted to go and go. Oh, no, you know, I don't want to sit behind these these dudes anymore. I want to be my own man. Well, Maybe you, that's his attitude. Well, he knew this, the potential that you had, and you as a yeah. starter, you could be one of the best. Yeah, in the game, just so so. he goes, oh, I'll back myself because I'm yep. sick of playing behind these blokes. I want to start, and then that's what happens. So anyway, back to my point. Yeah. I think they need help in the middle. Big uh, time. So if you were to lose salary cap space in the fullback position with Meany and Farlonga to play that position, you could use that money for a middle. Who would you think? This is easy. Um, this is a question is easier said than done. Yeah. There's not many good middles out there, mate. Well, you can't even have those conversations if you don't have the salary cap to begin with. So I think you've got to figure out what's that's what the conversations Melbourne would be having internally. I think because of the respect that Pappenhausen would have with the club, and and you know we're talking about the example there with Bellamy, he's a player's first coach too. So mm. he might. He, I dare say if they were to to engage in these sorts of talks with a third party with another team, the first person I'd speak to would be Pappy. And I'd go to him and go, Pappy, look, this yeah. is what we're thinking. Uh, would you want to go to another club? Do you want to ride this out? You know, what I, I believe that's – Does Pappy go to Belly? How long are you going to be here, son? Yeah, well, that's a that's another question. Yeah, that could play that's a part a in his big, decision. That's a big, big decision. Yep. Now I'm going to be here for another one year. Well, I'm going to be here for three. I don't want to be getting – you know. Yep. All those questions would be hard. Get in, the, get in the middle, get in the decent middles because they've got big middles. Don't get me wrong. Kamikamitha, yep. Walsh, not Walsh. Um, who's the other? Nas. Big Nas, but the other uh, fucking Two East, Kamikamitha. No, the big fucking other dude. Big white dude. Fucking forget his name. The captain. Welsh. Christian Welsh. Welsh. Yeah, I said I, Walsh, yeah. I said Walsh. I'm yeah, like, you did say it, yeah, so yeah, I was confused yeah, of why you didn't. Yeah, <laughs> big bodies. Yeah, yeah. Big aggressive per- people, but the leg speed. And the punching through the line yeah. and the passing yeah. and there's a couple of little things that they're all similar. Yeah. They're very, very similar. They don't have a like a middle I, who can have footwork, who can pass around the ruck, you know, like they're trying, you know, Walsh has some really late offloads now and again, but it's it's, it's just they're missing something. Coming Kamitha's sort of, you know, leg speed's not there. You know what they're missing? You, you, you're right. It's all those, you know, I think Welsh and Tui are pretty similar players. They're straight up and down. They work hard. More toilers. Yeah, You've got yeah. Big Nasty coming off the bench or playing in the back row or, or starting with a lot of legs. They need a little nugget just with some lead speed. Some, a Spencer Lenu mould, yeah. a Hamasele mould, yeah. those sorts of players. That's what I thought they would have got, Hamasele. Davy Mawale from, yeah. uh, from, from Rabbitohs. Maybe a player Fodawaka, like that. Yeah. something like that. You yeah. know? I think that's the sort of player that they'd be looking yeah. for. Yeah, just uh, to speed that. Stefano Utu Ikemanu, maybe, yeah. maybe someone like that. I know the Tigers. Because you can't. I think he's got some sort of clause. Because you can't have Kamakamitha take that hit up. 
slow and then Walsh slow and then Nas. Like you need a quick explosive bloke for even Walsh to get on the back of that yep. and then start the whole motion. Because Walsh, he can roll off the back of that and then get a nice little yeah, way off load. Yeah, and then, and then, and then you go off that next wave. Yep. So, so I just say they're just missing that one little piece. Yep, I agree. Uh, the Panthers have reportedly upped their offer to Jerome Lawai for the number that we anticipated, Mace. It's 850000 per season, but only for two years apparently. Lawai was told by Penrith earlier this month that they would only get a salary cap position to offer him eight hundred beyond and that he was free to look at this option, but they've now tabled a two-year extension until the end of 2026 worth 1.7 is that enough money to no, keep Jerome it's not enough I'm not sure and I think that last 20 minutes of the grand final did not do Jerome Luai any favours because what that showed is that Luai, uh, that Cleary can run that whole team mm. and he did it I reckon if Luai was on and he would have kept that left edge the whole time Cleary wouldn't have went over the other side he would have stayed on his stayed on his right yeah, side. Right. That's he, a genuine you know question. what I mean? As a, you know, I don't think he would have like he would have come over and like come over out the back of Cogger, boom, boom, hits Crichton. You know what I mean? And even on the and the last try that he scored, bang, dummy come in. Then he other side, dummy bang, you know, like Leota. I just think he definitely played out of shape more than what he did. He yes. played like a six role, he didn't he? He played wherever the hell he wanted to, yeah. what he saw. Yeah. He played eyes up, he was looking for cues and he fucking took him. Yeah. You know, usually when he does pass left, he just does, he just passes out the back of like of Yo and he gives the ball to, to, to Luai yeah. and then Luai does his thing. Yeah. So why have they upped their offer then from eight hundred? Of course, they won't because it's disrespectful if they don't try and keep yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. It'd be awful to the fans. It'd be awful to him. It's terrible. Yeah, it is. He, I wish he could stay there, but I mean, if he did go somewhere else, you know, everyone would be like, "Mate, you've done that well for this club. Good luck." Yeah, you know, like just you know, he's going to get some offers. You're talking like one point three, one point four. Generational type mm. of money. I think. I think one point one, one point two would be. I reckon that's man. A, you got to sure. understand. You got to think what the Tigers would offer him, what the Bulldogs would offer him, yep. um, what Canberra would offer him. You know what St George would offer him. You're talking. You're talking teams with a shit load of cap space. Yep. And what does he need to do? He just want three in a fucking row. And they can't spend it. And maybe, maybe, sorry, maybe he wants to run the team himself. Yeah, true. Maybe he's like, you know what. Look what I did with Samoa. Put Samoa on my back, got to the final. You just signed with a new uh, management company too. Uh, the, I think it's the boy. I think it's Georgie Rose and uh, it's their management company, isn't it? No, no Limit? No, so it's not those Black, boys. Black Money? Yeah. What, who, who manages that? Oh, a few little Newcastle boys. They're good. Good people. What's the name What's the name of it again? Black Money. Black Money? It's Manatar who was there. Yeah. A few guys like that. Mate, yeah, they're good. They're good for the Indigenous brothers and, and all the Polynesians. and Black Money Enterprises. Is that what it is called? Yeah, yeah. man. Some good guys. Walk. My man, Walk. Shout out to Walk. Fuck, they've got a good list, man. So <laughs> on the main page, man. Cody Walker, Jack Whiten. Yeah, bro. Latrell's right in the middle. Jesse Ramian. Yeah, man. Um, all the brothers Brad are there. Bess. Yeah, all the brothers. And now oh, Brad Bess. Look at him. Here we go, our people. Who's uh Oh, there we go. So the manager, uh, so Walk. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Walk. Walk, walk right. I've known Walk since I was 12, bro. Yeah. And those boys obviously uh, aligned. That's why I was Toronto boy. Them. Yeah, they're always aligned with all the Toronto Carter. No, sorry, Toronto Carter. Okay. He's a diff. He's a diff boy. Yeah. Him and Tamana. Uh, Sarah Wright and Dwayne Sampson. So they're putting together a good little crew. Um, you know why I think this makes sense? And I and I understand where Penrith are coming with. With, with this offer I, look obviously there are salary cap restraints because they keep winning comps and all everyone's value is going up I think 850 for two years makes a lot of sense for these reasons I think Jerome can still play and play for the team that he loves and he's, it's not completely uh, it's not a number that fully disrespects him but he can still win another couple of comps and go down his history as one of the best teams of all time in combinations and then still sign a big money contract Listen. next time this compares me to that the the last dance. Yeah. Do you just split up because yeah. you've won three? You're still going to have the same team. You got the, exactly the same pack. You just lost Critter. Hmm. So I and think Spencer and you Big and one. Spencer. I just you know, hey, they lost Kickout and Appy, two yeah. of the fucking top two players in their positions For the sure. year before, and Burden and Capewell the year before. So they, they know how so to lose players. And they can going. lose, but that that forward pack, Leota, Kenny, Fish. Sorensen, Yo, Martin. Back five, Taruva, Toto, fucking Dylan Edwards, Tungo. This is off the top of the head. Mm. I don't care who plays the other centre. Yeah. Uh, uh, May's going to be back. Tyler May will be back. So you put Cleary there and then you put 
And you put fucking Luai there. And I, well, me just speaking like that and then just understanding that mindset and that brotherhood out there, mm. he stays. Yep. If they can get maybe to 900, he'll come off the contract, he'll be 27. Yep. That's my point. You got me into it. Yeah. And then you can still sign <laughs> yeah. a five-year deal. Can, and then when you lose, when you lose, yep. in the next two years, you might lose one. I don't think they will lose I don't know. Two, yeah. I don't know. So then he but then you can deal. just go down and go, you know what we did? We got the fucking five grand finals or six. We yeah. won five of them or four, whatever. One, four we already won three, so yeah. who gives a shit? Yeah. And then <laughs> you go down as yeah. arguably the greatest side of all time yeah. in rugby league. And, and I think he wants that because history's fucking hard to make in this game, and they've got they've got a fucking nursery out there. I don't know who the next kid's going to come off that, that little freak. that little fucking production line they got yeah. there. And I think the more I talk about it, and the more he's probably seen players that have left that that place and have end up getting and other strong yeah, teams in the past. Yeah, yeah, but leaving that, seeing some of his mates, and then they're not winning. Mm. It's not a good feeling. Mm. It ain't a good feeling when you go from a winning culture. To not to win them five or six games a year, yeah. When you just dominate every other game, because it won't be more, it won't be like the carry on that he does now. He can't do it. You can't do that, <laughs> you can't do that if you're not winning. Oh, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> he's winning. He's in a great place, and if and I'm glad that they're tabling something like this and not disrespecting him. And I think personally, third party deals will might probably get him over a mil. Yeah, I think it's a decent offer for two years to, to eight fifty. This is on the this is on the cap. Yeah, right. So they've already got they've already. You know, in in uh, modern 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 day history in the NRL, they're already a feat that no one's ever done. Imagine if you get to a point where you go down as like, if they were to win four in a row, it's almost unbeatable. It feels like it's so unbeatable. Like what they're doing. Well, they're going to uh, the same team. This is awful. Yeah, for everyone else. <laughs> All right, uh, sp- another team that don't want to keep the same team. Well, let's get to a potential swap here. The Eels are looking at mm. a potential player swap to acquire. Josh Adokar from the Bulldogs. According to the Daily Telegraph, the Eels are floating the idea of sending Ryan Madison. So the Eels uh, have a number of players. Well, they've always struggled with their solidifying that spot outside of Mike Acevo. So Mike Acevo, Sean Russell had a good year, but they've struggled with sort of like Bailey Simons. So it's Will Penasini and Mike Acevo would be a locks. Mm. And and they're talking about X Factor when we talked about X Factor before. I think in the Bulldogs, the one position that you've sort of been trying to fix is that middle lock, ball playing lock that you just don't have. So you've got kick out. You've got the, the weak gutted dog. Yeah, Jamin Salmon. I think you'll be that as well. Um, but I think uh, kicks on the left, Preston on the right, and maybe Ryan Madison playing through the middle. I think Fox is too popular, man. Yeah, as as a player and in the community, like yeah. what do you, it's that part of the year too, right? When it's just like you hear a little bit of rumors. Yeah. Well, this is rumor season. This yeah, is rumor season. This is why I like it. So, uh, staff writers. No, this is so. But it, race photo car takes twists. Four clubs now hunt dogs flyer. So more teams are in the saga surrounding Josh Adokar's future at the Bulldogs has taken a twist with reports three more clubs have joined his race. Ready? So this is uh, mm. as of this morning, 7.55. So this is breaking news. Jesus. Uh, on Wednesday it emerged, this is from staff writers from Fox Sports. This is not the original uh, Adokar Madison um, site. Uh, Merge at Paramount Eagles were considering a swap for Murray Madison. Play, play a swap deal. Um, now, according to reports, the Knights, Tigers and Dragons are also interested should the New South Wales and Australian representative be made available for an early release. The Knights are looking to, for a replacement for Dom Young. So 100% and that makes, uh, that makes yeah, a lot of sense. makes sense. Uh, Adokar is contracted with the Bulldogs until the end of 2025. Uh, so more teams are getting involved. Here we go. Bulldogs general manager of football, Phil Gould, has reportedly assured Adokar he is wanted at the club but has believed not all Bulldogs power brokers share that opinion. So... Uh, while Parramatta floated potential for Madison, oh, you're right. I think wherever the smoke, there's fire. Um, yeah, there'll be. I mean, there's no nobody safe for the Bulldogs. To mm. be honest, mm. you know, when you have a year like that, and not everyone, like not that, every, yeah. yeah, you have a couple of years, you have five years like this. Mm. You know, everybody's expendable, and you know, whatever happens, happens. And I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not privy to any of these. Any of this um, information, but you can you tell know, by your reaction. <laughs> these ger- these journals <laughs> are just, you know, obviously they talk, man. Yeah. Yeah. And they think, obviously, they just, sometimes they make some shit up just to, just to throw that out in the ether. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. 
Like they might, they might, they uh, might hear a little bit and they'll be like, "Oh, yeah. I heard Fox is not wanted. Let's build and let's just fucking more. throw some shit out there." Oh, I heard Madison's not wanted. Yeah. Let's put two and two together and just make some shit up. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, just say something happens, they think they're fucking right. Yeah, this is how journalist works. Yeah, journalism works. Look at Buzz. He does that shit all the time. I've got connections everywhere. No one fucking talks to you, Buzz. You know who talks? You know who talks to Buzz? Yeah. Journos, yeah. Journos talk to Buzz, and managers talk to Buzz. Chinese whispers, yeah. Like so, like a manager, like just say of all the bullshit with the Bulldogs. No one fucking has a connection with Buzz Rothfield at the Bulldogs. No one yeah. cares. Like, there's like, agendas. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, there's always an agenda. Like he would talk to someone's manager. That's and, a nine versus Fox. Yeah, thing. and then the ma- yeah the manager like goes says something to Buzz, and Buzz gets on three sixty. Goes, oh, well, I got my connections at the Bulldogs. You do not. Everyone hates you at the Bulldogs. But we love you, Buzz. We love you, Buzz. Of course. Uh, we do. <laughs> all right, let's get into the games, mate. Um, it's just all rumors at the moment, but I thought it was super interesting anyway. Uh, our friends, our tab, our friends at tab have Australia as a dollar thirty-seven favorites playing New New Zealand. <laughs> oh, about time! I've been waiting for this. Uh, Come on, man. But this game's a bit of a dead rubber because they're going to play next week in the final, <laughs> regardless, mate. <laughs> what? Do you, who the fuck set this up? Yeah, honestly. Anyway, so their favourites, $1.37, New Zealand, $3.15. Uh, let's talk about New Zealand quickly. Um, there's been reports uh, after we finished that Madge has uh, – he's the front runner for the New South Wales job. I don't think it's been confirmed. It's not confirmed. I don't think it has been confirmed until – I would dare until, say until, until this is done. Yeah. Um, and he's – I think he's come out and said that uh, the reports that he would be happy to do both. Yeah. New Zealand and New South Wales. I don't think you can do that. Oh, you fucking not, cannot do that, ba- you can't. Madge. Come yeah. on, bro. Yeah. One or the other, mate. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I can't really comment on um, the New South Wales thing until he, until he um, says he's going to do it. Until it's been confirmed. Yeah. All right, let's get to the game then. Uh, so a few changes. Valentine Holmes plays his first game. He pops onto the wing after missing the first encounter. Apparently, Cam, the money man monster, is yeah. a bit sick. He could be out there. Nico Hines could... Uh, then be inserted into the starting lineup. He'll make his debut. He's in the 17. Oh, mad. Um, New Zealand are still 1-17, to 17, the exact same team uh, that beat Samoa um, with Fozzie going into the starting lineup uh, as he did against Samoa, Farmani Brown on the bench in the 14 role. Um, Nicholas Hines will make his debut as will... Who else will make his debut? Sorry, I missed it before. Oh, no, Katoni, uh, Valentine Holmes comes into the team. What do you think of the... Um the the hucker and the super town yeah I loved with, it with big nars like loved just it. closing his eyes who closed you eyes? see he just he just shut his eyes at it who Nelson did yeah when fucking uh, little crazy uh, Spencer Lenyu. was in his face oh I missed that yeah he's like that. I'm not sure because he's Samoan heritage right yep and fucking you know they're they're <laughs> that's when it gets real tribal and shit yeah I just I'm not sure what Nas was fucking thinking, but he closed his eyes and yeah, just didn't want to disrespect. I don't know. I don't know if it. I think he it's didn't a form disrespect of it. I think, I think it's a form of respect. That's yeah. what I was looking at. People yeah. going, "It's disrespectful." I said, "I don't think it's disrespectful." He's mm. fucking Samoan, man. You know yeah, what I mean? Like sure. he's probably probably he's very he's highly emotional. Yeah, you know, like all There'll that be kind a bit of stuff. Of hurt, like yeah, against him. Probably yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Fucking start him mm. when you see shit like that because they started Spencer. Yeah. And I would have been, if I was Nas, I would have been, start me, please. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fuck. But, um, yeah, I thought, I thought it was a good game. Sam, I played all right. Um, you got any concerns? Obviously, with this game, no matter what, they're going to play in the final. So this game is probably going to be super vanilla. Mm. Uh, New Zealand are keep, keeping um, a relatively same team. And for those reasons, I think I'm going to go New Zealand to win this game. At $3.15, I think that's good value. Do you think start. that's a mental thing where Australia don't want that? Or just say if Australia play, uh, just say Munster's out, right? Yep. You play um, Hines. You play, I don't know, it's, it's not like we've got a 30-man squad where you can swap the whole team out, can you? Yep. Give everyone a de- uh, debut jersey. So who, who else hasn't played yet? Everyone's pretty much played? Everyone's played. Here we go. I've got, um, uh, where's the updated news? Yeah, everyone's played now because they all played against Samoa or okay. the, the deputants. So whoever's maybe needs a rest. Do you really want to rest? Not really. You don't really need one at this so point. So just fucking go in. Yeah. So I don't know. I just don't think this would be interesting because mm. I think New Zealand's pretty good. Ruben Cotter's going to start in the back row. Liam Martin's not playing this one. Selwyn Cobbo's not playing this one. Tino and Payne Haas aren't playing. Who's this on one. the wings then? I think Selwyn might. I think Selwyn might miss his job. The, uh, when they get to the final, 
Someone might miss the job. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, Valentine comes Val's in. coming in. Yep. Who else? Dylan Edwards is on the wing. Yeah. I think – I'm not sure. Val, like, Selwyn has been playing good, but it's missed a couple of um, assignments. Yeah. They were, they were off in a little bit. He didn't have the best grand final either, did he? Yeah, he's been just just a couple of little lazy things, right? right. That he's got I to get this, out of his game. I think this back five will be the back five for the final: Teddy, you know, Dylan Edwards, Val, Tony, and Hamaso. It's the fitness Hamaso levels, man, of like Dylan Edwards. He just doesn't fucking stop. Yeah, and he's in place, and he could swap around at fullback as well. They can they can swap. Yeah, Jakey you know. will play his first game. Uh, Jakey wasn't part of. And the worst 17. thing, you know, even if um, like the ha- Hammer could play on the wing. Yeah. So you put Val in the centers. Yeah. Mm. Or Cobo could, or you pick Cobo. I don't know. I'm not sure. So we've got all the options. <laughs> so no, one of saying, them I'm just saying. One, I just think. I honestly think. I think Cobo might miss out on this. On this. Uh, on the final. I agree. I think I this think back five will. will be the the back yes. five. Yes. I think Dylan. Yeah, I, just, I just. I just think that because even though I think Cobo's talent wise, he's a better winger than Edwards. Yes, I agree. Yeah, he's a, he's a, right, he's a different right, winger. He's right. a fucking winger. Yeah. He's his position. Dylan Edwards is playing out of position, and he might get him out. Right. He'd be up against Ronaldo Molotalo too, He's which is a big, it's big task. Mm. So you got. Potential. I want Cobo at his best is a top three winger. Yep. He's just been a little bit off. A little um, bit off. Yeah, where are you going with this, mate? The line is plus seven and a half. I like this. I love the start. Two dollars for the start for New Zealand plus seven and a half. I'll be having a little play on that responsibility. I love New Zealand to win just to make the final look. I think New Zealand will win, and I'm going to take the seven and a half. Yeah, I'm with you. New Zealand 1 to 12. Yeah. Real close, real close one. Yeah, beauty. All right, uh, England versus Tonga will play their second game of a three match series. Um, A little bit of news on this one, too. Uh, Just going back and grabbing it now for the lineups. What was the score? Uh, 22 18. What was the crowd? And where was it at? It was, uh, I don't know, the the stadium, but it was. Pack it out? It was pretty decent. It was decent. Um, Where'd they play the first one at? Halley Jack. Warrington's home ground. Warrington, okay. Yeah. No, they didn't. Why is that different? That was England versus France. They played it at uh, Totally Wicked, which is Saints' home ground. And this one is John Smith's, which is Huddersfield's. Huddersfield? Yep, they're at Huddersfield. Huddersfield's a good pitch. It's a good pitch. Uh, Where's the – it doesn't have – final might be at Ellen Road, I reckon. It doesn't have the – Fuck, I hope Tonga win. I don't want them to get whitewashed, man. They've got a few people out. I think Tyson Frizzell. No, the, the finals at Leeds. Headingley. Headingley is a good stadium too. Um, let's get to the this. Oh, the, the lineups aren't out at the out at the moment. Uh, apparently, Dom Young's struggling to do this. So Dom Young didn't play in the first game. Apparently, he got really bad migraines, bro, on oh, the plane no. going over to England, and uh, he's going to be being rattled, huh? He's going to completely miss the se- the series. Underrated, mate. Yeah, very underrated. Got some close friends that are um, battling that at the moment. Yeah, and he's got real. Uh, he had sensitivity to light, apparently. Mate, I got a. Friend, a mutual friend of ours. Yep. Thirty six to forty eight hours in the room. With That's that crazy. debilitating, like the worst thing he's ever been. It's been happening month on the month, and I'm like, I'm trying to really like, um, trying to help him. Yeah. Like with stuff and everything. Yeah. You know, Mark Mitchell, guys who own Elo, yep. he's right into that sort of stuff. It's yep. about trauma and the new. He's, he's, you know, he's really right into the, into the human body, the brain, the fucking neurology, everything like that, and the fucking and. Um, Went and saw him yesterday, so hopefully you can fix him a little bit. Yep. It's fucking crazy, mate. When it's terrible. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I don't know the exact details of it or if it's similar, but uh, England will, will be favourites. They're $1.55 at the tab, $2.45 about Tonga. The line's four and a half. I think England, the advantage is they've just got that uh, – They've probably just got more stability. One plane over there really helps. They've got the Fuck home it. ground advantage. Big and just, time. And just in the spine. The, the experience yeah, but like playing over there in the winter, yeah. right? It's it's slippery. It's cold. It's miserable. It's autumn it now. Is, yeah, but still. Our fun. spring. But still, it's going to be colder than what it is yeah, back here. It's colder than here. And the tacos. Yeah, the tacos don't like them. They'll be hitting a few buffets over there too. <laughs> All you can eat at the fucking hotel. I wonder room. who their trainer is. Is it Ronnie Palmer? <laughs> well, this, they've got uh, Christian Wolf's been a part of yeah, the team. Yeah, Wolfie's. They're all they're all pros yeah, now, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, but who knows? They should be. Uh, I don't know. I want them. I want them to get this one. You want Tonga? I think England will be. I know. I know. I think so as well. But yeah. like, just for the you know, make it a decent, make it a series, series, man. Yeah. Get to the final. Now everyone will turn up. Be good for the game. Be good for the you know. Even if they get to a decider, it's yeah. great for the game. All right. The last game is PNG. Versus Fiji 
And the lineups, uh, yeah, we do have the team list. Ooh, for this I'd one. hate so, to play that game. So this game is where's this game played at? This is Port Moresby. They're um, all in Moresby, all the New Guinea games. Yeah. Uh, Fiji just scraped through against the Cookies where PNG dominated. So the form line suggests PNG mm. should uh, deal with them quite comfortably. I really I like don't think so. This is, I like them. I like their team, man. They've got a good, solid team all the way from top to bottom. Alex Johnson, a fullback. Hard to we win him. Too Zach, up there. The Laybat brothers. So Zach played for the North Queensland Cowboys yeah. this year. was really good. Nene McDonald scored four against Cookies. He's just signed a fucking massive yeah, deal. How's he not in the NRL? He's willing nilly. I know Nene. Nene's one of hey, those wow. guys. He, he, yeah, he goes missing. <laughs> He's gone missing. Not on, on the field or off the field? No, nah, off the field. Because <laughs> I'm like, you don't go missing off the field. No, nah, on, on the, the field, field he fucking crowd. bangs. That's why he keeps getting all these fucking mad deals. But I think he's gone walkabouts. Who's fucking... he signed with? He's had fucking... Overseas? He signed a, I believe he signed a four-year deal with like Salford two fucking years ago. Good on him. And now he's just signed a four-year deal with Leeds. What? <laughs> So they've got Carl Labor, uh, Lachlan Lamb, uh, who's killing it. Lockie Lamb? I reckon he'll come back to the Okay, Brody Croft, Lockie Lamb. Yep. Sh- it's a, there's a shortage of halfbacks in the NRL. Yep. Those guys, you know, they got thrown to the wolves when they were younger. They've been over there for, what, two, three years? Uh, Brody Croft, definitely. I reckon Lockie Lamb was two. playing two, two years. He, he was playing interchange for the I Roosters, felt like in 21 or 22. they can sort of come back yep, very soon and, He's and maybe run an NRL team. Yep. Or be a good be uh, a complimentary piece. Yeah, I just think they can. Brody, Brody Cross, what, what, he's got Man of Steel's and all that sort of shit. Yeah, Man of Steel. It's uh, like, God, there's still got to be talent there. Yeah, unless he, unless sure. he just had too much trauma of coming back and not, be, what, not wanting to deal with everything. Guys like Blake Green have gone over. Good yeah. examples of guys that went over there, had a lot of pressure on him early, come back and had Gro- Greeny end up playing like cruise, 200, mate. 250 games well, here Brody's in the NRL. Brody's just, you know, he had to be the successor of bloody fucking Cooper Cronk. Yep. Jack DeBellin's playing in the middle too. Yeah, fine. no, fuck running at him. It's going to be some hard hits in that game. Yeah. yeah they're going to be I'm so looking sore. forward to this game. It'll be a good really? one. Yeah. And then they'll have to play each other again next week because they knocked out the cookies as well. Honestly, who, <laughs> who organised this? <laughs> it's just, it just doesn't feel, It just doesn't feel like it's a proper competition, yeah. right? Yeah. It feels a bit willy-nilly. It does. Well, if, we had, if we had Tonga in there, and I, and I think maybe England would have been a lot better. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon a 4-4 system, what I proposed mm. earlier in the year, remember that, Mace? So the yeah. top four teams from the World Cup, that would be New Zealand and Australia played each other in the semi and mm. Samoa and England played each other in the semi. So that dictates the four nations. Mm. Then the bottom four teams, you've got uh, Fiji, Papua New Guinea, um, Tonga. Was Tonga, and I think Lebanon was the fourth team, weren't they? So Lebanon would be Robbie Farrah might come back, I reckon. <laughs> well, yeah. Sammy Shamoon. <laughs> Jacob Karaz. 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 Yeah. He sort of made a name for himself Mansell? after his first year. Yeah, Mansell. He'd put, come back and play for that team straight away. Yeah, easy. If Takarangi can play for Tak uh, is Cooks, playing for the Cooks. Then Mansell I saw him at the retirement <laughs> thing. And it's me fucking playing for the Cookies. That's the best. Um, as always, we want everyone to be playing safe during this footy season. So please keep front of mind what are you really gambling with? And if you need free and confidential support, call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Enjoy the representative round. Get the subscribers round. up, boys. Come on. Let's we get, get, our get, our get a 20. Back up.